1: Welcome friends to another r slash malicious compliance video. Today we've got a crazy story where the police are called, but first a story from Meltdown, The Loser Ribbon. This story takes place in the 90s, which was a very different world to live in than what we have today. It was sort of in the middle of the turning point between borderline abusive tough love and the advent of participation trophies. My karate instructor at the time was kind of like Cobra Kai. Not cartoonishly hard-headed, but honestly kind of leaning in that direction. I'll call them brass balls. Sparring was light contact, and while you were encouraged to actually hit each other, you were of course expected to pull your punches. And everyone wore full sparring gear, pads, cup, mouth guard, everything. So it wasn't like we were beating each other to death or anything. But if you drop your guard and take a sidekick straight to the gut, you'll probably be on the ground for a bit. Karate is a contact sport, and we fully treated it as such. Anyway, another part of that environment was that only winners get promoted to the next belt. As part of your test, you had to do a kata to demonstrate your technique, and also win a light contact sparring match, Kumite rules, against another student who was also up for a belt promotion. Only the winner gets promoted. So one weekend after demonstrating my form and winning the sparring match, I get promoted. Let's call the kid Greg because he was a good guy. Greg's dad, henceforth known as Crap Skull, is just losing his mind. Greg was totally cool with it, like, hey, congrats on the win. Guess I need to work on my defense. But Crap Skull just wasn't having it and started yelling at brass balls about how Greg deserves something for getting beat up. And he pays X amount of dollars a month for these lessons, so he expects some results, blah, blah, blah. Greg wasn't in any way beat up. I hardly touched him. I simply got eight points ahead because he didn't keep his guard up. So Brass Balls is like, you're insisting that Greg deserves a ribbon for losing? Okie dokie, artichoke. I'm paraphrasing most of the story because it's been over 30 years, but he did literally say okie dokie, artichoke. And I will never forget the poop-eating grin he had as he did so. And that brings us to our malicious compliance. Brass Ball steps into his office, shutting the door behind him. The whole time Greg's like, Dad, stop it, you're embarrassing me. This is why I live with Mom. But Crapskull apparently thought he had managed to intimidate the big bad karate teacher into getting his way. So he was just on cloud nine, until the office door opened, and Brass Balls tucked a scrap of red ribbon into the belt of Greg's gi, with the word loser written on it in marker. Crabskull is speechless, sputtering like a fish out of water, before Brass Balls delivers the coup de gras. Don't worry, I made one for you too, and he hands Crabskull an even bigger scrap of red cloth with a loser on it. Crabskull is just completely deflated, realizing that he'd been beaten at his own game, and there was no way in heck he was beating Brass Balls at his. So he just kind of mumbles and leaves. The funniest part is that he took his loser ribbon with him. Greg, though, wore that handmade loser ribbon to class every day until he finally passed his test. He completely owned the loser ribbon and turned it into a source of motivation. No idea where he is now, but good on you, man. Hope you're still owning your failures and getting stronger from them. Honestly, at the end, that was like weirdly motivational. It's like telling you to learn from your failures except that you failed at something and use that to fuel you to do better in the future and succeed. Would you guys say allowing yourself to fail is something you struggle with? I know personally it's something I do. I feel like I don't take a lot of opportunities because of the fear of failure. When who knows, there could have been a lot of opportunities that would have worked out really well for me had I just gone for it. I'd like to know about you guys in the comments down below. Our next story is from Mirror Signal Crash. You would have to take that up with the board of directors. There's a huge nationwide electronics retailer in the UK called Curry's. They're renowned for having terrible customer service, but very occasionally having decent prices. I was in the market for a KitchenAid stand mixer and my employer had an arrangement where I could buy Curry's gift cards for a 10% discount. I was a bit reluctant to use them based on my past experiences, but I thought I would take advantage of saving a bit of cash and ordered my mixer online, delivery due in a week. Easy peasy I thought but it was about 250 British pounds or $300 before discount. Delivery day comes and goes, no mixer. The next day, I ring up customer service and ask what happened. After 20 minutes on hold, they tell me the product is out of stock and I'll need to wait for their next delivery in 10 days' time. Not too bad, I'm a patient person. 10 days later, still no mixer or order update even though it's showing as in stock and available to buy on their website. Back on the phone to customer service, more time on hold. This time I'm told there's an order backlog, and they couldn't tell me when it would be delivered, so I asked for a refund. Unfortunately in the UK, if you pay by gift card, you can only get a refund by gift card. At this point, I had no desire to ever use Curry's again, and was disappointed in myself for ever giving it a go. I would have no use for a gift card, so I decided to give them a bit more time. No prizes for guessing that this didn't bear fruit. A couple weeks later, I used the customer service online chat to see what's going on. Again, they're completely unable to help or confirm when or if I would receive my order. I asked what I was expected to do, and the bloke said something along the lines of, No idea, mate. You'd have to take it out with our board, ha. <laughs> Fine it's malicious compliance time a quick trip to the company's house website gives me a list of all their directors another hour on linkedin and i've tracked them all down i proceed to send every director a summary of what has happened and links to screenshots of the online chat i had with the customer service rep less than a day later i get a call from the ceo's personal assistant Apologizing profusely and personally guaranteeing she will sort it out. By the time this all happened, the mixer had gone down another 60 British pounds. So she processed my order again and said she would arrange for the accounts team to send me a voucher for the difference. She was genuinely the hero of this story. The very next day, my mixer arrives. Happy days! A few days after that, I get a letter with a Curry's voucher. I thought this would be the end of my sorry saga. However, as icing on the cake, they proceeded to send me three more 60 British pound vouchers at random intervals over the next few months. I can only guess that their admin team is as useless as their customer service team. For completeness, I spent the vouchers on a new oven, which unsurprisingly turned up late and faulty and had to be replaced. Now, I have no idea how Curry's reputation is, But if I had to guess from just what OP told me here, I would take a wild guess and assume that Curry's doesn't have a great reputation there. Actually, in retrospect, I think OP said in the very first sentence, they're renowned for having terrible customer service.
0: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash storytimepod. I'll tell you though, recently I bought a TV online from Sam's Club. By the time I had gotten the TV, it looked like the box had a forklift driven through it. There was literally two square holes at like a forklift interval on the front of the TV's box. Totally busted, had to return it. And their customer service was like, due to COVID, you know, in 2022, I was waiting for them to schedule a home pickup to come pick up the broken TV they sent me. They said, wait three days, nothing. Contact them again, wait another three days, nothing. Contact them again, wait another three days, nothing get put through to their higher elevation customer service wait another three days nothing took it down to fedex myself in the back of an suv with their return label slapped on it never buying anything like that from sam's club online ever again our next story is from the metal plague new quality inspector wants it by the book and now has to work unpaid overtime because she's salary i'll try to make this brief I was trained in an advanced assembly position to replace a long-time employee who retired last week. I trained for three months following the man's instructions to the letter, even taking notes on the ways he's developed in order to meet our company's demanding production quotas. Last Monday was my first day officially in the position and I felt I was doing almost as good of a job as he was. The way it works, everything I build goes into a 24-hour hold. When I come in, I pull them from the hold, clean them and prepare them for shipping. So last Monday, I start pulling my 24-hour inventory and getting it ready for quality to final inspect before it goes to shipping. Well, we also have a new quality inspector in my department who's apparently really gung-ho about her job. She's salaried, is only supposed to work eight hours and has never missed a chance to rub it in our faces because she was also a production employee until two weeks ago when she got promoted. She sees me cleaning the assemblies and proceeds to chew me out because they'd been on hold for 15 hours or so, not 24. I informed her that I was taught that the 24 hour hold was to ensure they hold pressure and that if they hadn't lost pressure in 12 hours, they won't lose pressure in 24 and that by the time i had them all cleaned they would be out of the 24-hour hold and i would have another batch to assemble and put in hold for the next day that's the way it works i clean and prepare until my other co-workers have assembled all my sub-assemblies then i do the finish assembly while they work on new stuff for the next day she was adamant she wouldn't touch them till the full 24 hours had passed So she went and got her supervisor, my supervisor, and the engineering supervisor, who all agreed with me, but could see her point. So they started pulling my assemblies out of hold at the 24-hour mark after that day. So I did. And at 3 o'clock, she had between 25 and 30 pieces to inspect every day last week. That's right at 3 hours worth of work, and she's supposed to leave at 3.30. However, if she has parts in the inspection area, she has to inspect them and get them to shipping the same day. She can't leave parts overnight, so she was forced to work overtime for free. I have never felt so much hate from one person when they looked at me before. Fast forward to today, my supervisor comes to me and tells me to go back to the system I was using before, that it seemed to flow smoother. I know the real reason though, and that's all that matters. We definitely all know the real reason here. I can't tell you how satisfying it is though to hear about this goody two shoes that wants to put everyone else down, act like, oh, I've moved up and I'm better than everybody else now and end up like flash forward to them miserable, staying after work for free. Yeah, you really took a leap forward, didn't you? Right into a pile of poo. And our final story of the day is from Doo, Call the police? Don't mind if I do. I'm a train driver in the UK. Weekday commuters in busy periods are fine. They know what they're doing and where they're going. Weekenders are another story. They rock up and have no idea where they're going and act indignant when we tell them the route they want to take is full of engineering works. However, the worst is summer holiday teenagers. It's school holidays at the moment here in the UK, so they're just pissing around for the fun of it. Last week, I had one teenage girl block a set of doors from closing I did my usual PA spiel of, you might not have anywhere to go, but the hundred or so other people on board want to get home or to work. This usually gets the ones bothered the most to get up and see what's going on. Wasn't enough for this girl. I went back and asked her what the problem was. She remained silent and refused to look at anyone, but looked at me and said, get the police then. In the end, police were called and we waited on the platform for 40 minutes for them to arrive and take her away. Last night, it was the second to last stop before I was to take the empty train back to the depot and go home after a 9 hour shift. I was done. I tried to close the doors and they wouldn't lock fully, tried again a few times and then saw it was the door behind me. I got out of my cab and saw it was the same girl. Oh, you were the same girl that held up my train for 40 minutes last week. They say, no, it wasn't me. It was. Unknown to her, I'd been told over the radio to expect delays into the terminus station, as they were dealing with an incident and police were there. I just said to her, listen, I know it was you. It's my last train of the night, and I want to go home on time, so you can either shut up and sit down, I'll drag you out or I can get the police to come deal with you." She obviously remembered police coming the week before, so she went and sat down. Unbeknownst to her, I used the 6 minute journey time between that station and Terminus station to call the signaler and request police assistance on arrival. When I pulled in, there were 6 police officers waiting for us. I didn't open the doors and let police in through my cab door. And pointed her out the fish mouth on her was priceless as i said you told me to call the police i feel like this is a situation of somebody letting too much power go to their head or just having too much of an ego or something because when it's proper mass transportation like trains in the uk i feel like that's the last thing you'd want to mess with like that's a real agency that operates that thing this isn't like trolling some bus driver You're literally trying to like hold up trains in the UK transit system. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to catch any kind of charge for holding up any kind of train. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy compliance story, click on that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.